Up and at him in the morning. Live here. And I thought I timed this out perfectly. Lewis Black should be calling any second. He's coming to the Fremont Theater. Love him on the show. Funny, funny comedian. We got Lewis? Hey there. Hey there. How are you? Oh, just delightful. I just had a discussion about what a woman is, so it's really I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> uh, that it was, it was a legitimate to ask her, the Supreme Court, uh, you know, the, the woman, Katanji, was legitimate yeah. to ask her what a woman is, and I said, no, it's not legitimate, and the, the guy who was interviewing me said it was, and I said, it's not, you know, and she should have had an answer. I said, she's not a biologist. What are you doing with it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are asking whether it should have been asked in that context, in that moment. I understand. It's a question that we all already know the answer to. It's like asking, hey, what's two plus two? Well, actually, I'm not a mathematician, but I mean, come on, it's stupid. You're a guy that points out stupid all the time. You, you see this. It's a stupid question is what it is. It's a really stupid question. OK, do people try and you, you know what? We're in an age right now where whether people like it or not, um, Kids are growing up with a different view of it than we ever had. So that's you know, true. Yeah. So get a grip, and it's too bad. And I'm sorry. Do sorry, people? It's not your point of view. Sorry, you don't get it. <laughs> the only way you would expect her to answer that question is if she could. Uh, you tell her that the day before. That's a hell of a question. Okay, so tomorrow I'm going to ask you what two plus two is. All right, so be ready. You, if you're going to ask a question, but a blank simple question. Why not? Because I've lived with women. <laughs> uh, uh, it's that easy <laughs> Lewis Black I'm so glad that you're here my man uh, let me ask you do people try and bring you know, especially in interviews do they try and bring politics out of you they kind of uh well, they, they, no, no, they don't try to pull, pull but they kind of end up pushing me to try to be a pundit rather than a comic does that bother you yeah I'm not a pundit yeah Oh, I hear you. Okay, and you know, here's what you don't, here's what doesn't work to attract an audience to his shows. Go, hey, you know, I'm not going to be funny, but I'm going to tell you, you know, no. I mean, I don't mind talking about that stuff, but it's got to be in a different context. It can't be while I'm trying to promote a comedy. No, I totally get it. Right, 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 right. Come to the Fremont Theater, tickets on sale now, and I'll define woman. You're like, well. <laughs> You know, that's what I like about you, and I've read about you, you know, that a lot. Like, you, you know, you're, no, you're not short on opinions at all. But with the comedy, there's like, there's, and I don't know, it was actually funny. Like, I was going down this rabbit hole, and it kept, it taking me to a lot of, like, Patrice O'Neill, several shows he was on, just kind of, like, defending comedy and, like, the right to say things, uh, being able to kind of say anything. But these videos are, I mean, they're several years old. And now... You're seeing more and more of this conversation that's getting, like, heavier and heavier. You're so good about being outspoken. I'm curious if even, like, really powerful, assertive comics still feel like that tightening of what you can say. Is it even worth it? Is it going to be a pain in the ass if I offend someone? Do you feel that? I haven't felt it yet. Yeah, that's good. I mean, for me, it's a matter of um, uh, I have 1,200 people in a room, and how do I guide people, some of whom are living in completely different realities, through an evening in which they'll all be entertained. Yeah, that's that's my job, and whether and I and I talk about it now from the beginning of the show because people show up and they they're of some of them really didn't pay any attention to you know they did, have no idea who they came to see. Right, 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 right. And I say things and then they're shocked. <laughs> they said it and they and then they act like it's my fault. It's their fault. It's not my fault. They didn't. They if you go to a movie. 
You read the review. You don't show up and then go, oh, God, I made a terrible mistake. And right. I'm going to yell at this person. Yeah, it's I feel- a comedy show. Yeah. Nothing I do has an effect on the universe at all. <laughs> at all. Uh, tickets are on sale right now to check out uh, the Off the Rails Tour, Fremont Theater, Friday, October 7th. What a fun venue to have you. I remember oh, yeah. you like I'm wine. I'm looking last- forward to it. I love San Luis Obispo. It's very, it's a, I mean, it's beautiful. You guys are getting away with murder. Yeah. I, um, I brought you a couple bottles of wine last time. I know you love wine. Have you been doing a lot of wine tasting recently or getting into it? Just kind of have, have you have some certain go-tos? How do you take it on? I've got, um, I, I do, I, I kind of go through, uh, I've been, uh, I drank a lot, a lot <laughs> I drank too much Pinot, so now I'm, um, I drink uh, Nebbiolos, I drink um, Riojas, and, and basically what I always tell anybody who wants to, to drink wine, it's just, uh, you know, they say, how did you learn about it? I said, you drink it. That's yeah. the great part about it. I, I'm not one of those people who go, oh, oh, it smells like sagebrush. Well, I don't even know what sagebrush smells like. Right. Um, <laughs> so, but I've been doing a, a, a little bit of it. There's a, a thing called First Bottle, which is a, a group that I may be working with who uh, kind of sends all sorts of the, I call it wine pornography, where they send you, we've got this deal on this bo- these bottles of wine, and some of them are really great deals. Yeah. And and just reading the description and stuff like that is great. You, you, I mean, I don't buy a, a ton of what they have, but, uh, but it's uh, but it's I was I I went and, and saw the guys and had you know and had like uh, just recently and had uh, drank a, a number of things that normally I wouldn't I mean, I'd never seen or, or heard of. And that's the fun thing. about That wine. is the fun thing about it. I'll have to, I'll bring have to bring you a couple. I'll bring you some new stuff when uh, well, thank when, you. That's when you're very out here. Kind. And then if, if I you know and if uh, if you do uh, let me you know let me know and I'll bring you I'll trade you something. There you go. Oh, cool. I like that. That's so sweet of you. Uh, Lewis Black, comedian, up and at him in the morning right now. He's coming to the Fremont Theater. We'll give you the lowdown, how you can get tickets. They're available now. And we'll continue our conversation with Lewis Black. It's up and at him in the morning. Home of up and at him in the morning. It is the Crush 92.5. My name is Adam Montiel. His name, Lewis Black, award-winning comedian, going to be at the Fremont Theater. Tickets at lewisblack.com. So um, I've always loved the comedy special, Lewis, and you've done like 10 of them. How important when you're doing these is is choosing the venue for like optics and like maybe hometown crowd like what how, how what's the thought process behind really nailing down the venue for a special? Well, I mean, for a special, it's uh, sometimes it's um, I really I like uh, the, I did it out of the Pabst, which is a great theater um, in Milwaukee. It's it's places where I feel really comfortable. The one that I did in D.C. Um, I did one at the, the the theater there, the Warner Theater. I'm really comfortable. It's, it's, I've got to be really comfortable there mm-hmm. and feel like I've got a uh, a crowd that's really going to uh, enjoy it and uh, be excited that I'm coming to do the special there. I did one in in New York um, on Broadway, and that was like a hometown crowd, so that was really great. You know what's kind of cool is um, the catharticness that we feel watching you rant. It's almost like you're doing it for us. But you've actually, like, in some of your shows, like, involved the crowd and like, let them kind of rant off in a bit. Don't you do something like that? Well, I do this thing at the end. Thank you for leading me into that. I do this uh, in every show. I do a live uh, stream. I finish my act. I go off stage for two seconds, and then we introduce what's essentially a new show, which is called The Rant Is Due, which is a live stream um, from the venue that goes throughout the world. And I read the uh, the rants that have been sent in by the audience and. 
So if you're coming to the show at San Luis Obispo, you go to lewisblack.com, read about, uh, read how to send in a rant, write it, and write anything that's ticking you off, write about it. I don't care, but it can be something that's very, very local, it can be something that's national, it can be something that's stupid, it can be something that's silly, it can be the fact that you hate sitting on hold, that you don't like your boss, Uh, (laughs) you know, whatever it is. One of the major ones is potholes that people just can't get over. Every city, people are screaming about potholes. You were um, reading one. I was just on watching some of the videos because you'll post them. And it was like what it was something with a dad was ranting off. But it's just so great that here's this guy's like, you know, small little paragraph of a rant that's funny. It's relatable. But then like to hear and the like the privilege to hear you read it and then scream at the end of it and just like exclaim what we're all feeling or literally what this guy's feeling it's a really cool spin on uh, your comedy and it really involves your audience that i bet they love that like they get to express something but hear it in your voice with your grit it's been good and i and it, it really has involved me too because it's a, it's just a great way to find out how people are feeling it's great to get like somebody's first hand Oh, man, Lewis Black, Off the Rails Tour, Friday, October 7th. It's at the Fremont Theater. I love the Fremont Theater, especially for things like this. Really, really, I mean, it's, when was the last time you've been up here? Was it your last time you performed? Yeah, that was it, that was it because it was, uh, you know, after, the, it was before the, it was whenever before the pandemic. I can't you, remember. You're going to you know, be able to. Either a year before, it yeah. about a year before. Yeah. Are you going to be able to hang out a little bit? And, and are you kind of on the move? I, I certainly will be wandering around. I haven't really. Uh, I, I've been more worried about the next two weeks, but I haven't really. I'm hoping I can get a chance to hang out. Well, good for you. Good for you, man. Well, it would be really good. I can't wait to see the show. Um, again, off the rails tour. Tickets on sale now. Go to lewisblack.com. And, man, it's a real pleasure to talk to you again. And uh, I can't wait to see the show. And I hope you've been doing well, my man. Thank you, Adam. And I hope you have. And uh, we'll exchange some wine. And uh, I look forward to seeing the folks in San Luis Obispo and see what they're complaining about. Because I imagine <laughs> I'll get like something like there's nothing to complain about. It's all it's it's all rainbows and butterflies. So I'll see you soon. I love it, Lewis Black. Thank you so much, man, for being up and Adam in the morning. Okay, thank you, Adam. Up and Adam in the morning with Adam Montiel. Day mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. The Crush 92.5, the perfect blend.